Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, we'd like to begin this podcast by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land that we're recording this podcast on, Los Angeles. Those are the Shumash, Keech, and Tongva people. We would like to pay our respects to their traditions as well as to their elders past and present. Salad or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together, we're weirder, we're weirder together. Do you know why I love Weeder Together? Because actually, when we were recording, like, uh, like our last album, we were recording it with these two crazy producers, but one of them, Warner F, was really, he was kooky. And that was like Gus Van Gogh. Well, hey, he's just got a letter but for his surname that doesn't get much kooky. And he kookier. was just like, I don't know, he was just a lot, a lot of like stuff, like very rigid edges. Like he was very inflexible. And he used to have, like, this choker that he would always wear, but he was older and it used to, like, just sort of, like, be trapped in his neck skin. And then he'd just see a little tiny bit of choker just, like, come out the bottom. I always found I couldn't stop. I'd always be like, I just got to check it. Just be looking in at that yeah. choker trapped in the skin. That's hard. And so it was like a collar, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And anyways, he used to like, he was super intense. And I remember one time we made some suggestion and he was like, fuck off. It's fucking stupid. And it was just really intense energy immediately. It's like, oh, shit. And I remember John and I were really struggling. And, and then I was like, if something gets weird, I think my belief is then you have to make it weirder. Yeah, you yeah. Gotta, you got to yeah, like yeah. double down. down. You got to double, double down. down because then I feel like once you've made it weirder, you come back to the existing weird and the benchmark's changed. Oh, that's good. And then I made John and the producer, all of us, I made everyone come in and hug and touch each other and stand touching each other. And then- <laughs> Right in this right heated in, moment. In this like, after just this after this heated yeah. moment because I was like- <laughs> We don't have the time and the money to let <laughs> yeah, this, that's like, true. this cut go We don't on. have time. It's true. And it's I true. sort of felt like I was like, yeah, yeah. What, what is at my disposal that's quick and free? And I was like, I can flex my power. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to flex my power by being like, everyone has to come into this room right now yeah. and we all have to touch each other. And they're like, what? I'm like, don't ask me about it. You just got to do it. So I flexed the power, made everyone yeah. touch. And as we came out of it, it was like we'd all forgotten that he'd like said "fuck off." Flex the power. Flex the power. Patience. What was it? Ben and Stiller, or no? Were Wait, those two what? guys? Ben one, Stiller. No, no. Who? Penn and Teller. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. One Penn and Teller. One of them. Yeah. Like we were doing uh, an awards show together, a mu- announcing like music awards, mm-hmm. and they were one of the announcers. I was one of the announcers. Yeah. One of them, the but I think the taller, bigger one, like yelled at me. That's Pendulette, I think, right? Yeah, and I. What did he yell you about? I can't even remember. And the crazy thing was, I didn't have glasses for nearsightedness yet, and there was a prompt, and I was announcing world music. Yeah, and I had to announce, and you know me, I just called. Penn and Teller, Ben and Stiller. That's yeah, which amazing. I can't. So I'm internally, I had, yeah, internally, yeah. I'm it's hard to get laughing. over. It's almost we want to it's stop like, recording so because that is the part. Yeah. Like ben and, and I had to read all these names, like you and know, would have been foreign not, names. But they're not names that you can like when you're like well, losing your vision, but you but you can sort of make the word work. Yeah, which I is what I my with, I think I doubled yeah. down and just went with yeah. whatever. But why didn't I have a a, a, a like? A go at it before and print out. Like, why didn't anyone say? Maybe because that's what they were yelling at you about. You're a no, professional. They yeah, we don't rehearse. They were yelling about something else, but something yeah, different. Yeah, but that was you know, a fun day. I always think there's like a level. Like, you know, yeah. you weren't getting paid enough, and you're a professional. So then you just do it on the fly. Yeah. But then sometimes it's like when they're paying you, and you're a professional, and then you rehearse. Right. I feel like my rehearsal is based around. That's what they're my paying fee. you for. Yeah. That, well, yeah. That's smart. That's what our friend Jamie oh, was yeah, saying yeah, yeah, for your for job sure. once. You were 
like you were worried about the character and and he was like they're not paying you enough to worry about the character this is one where you go home and you just you know don't think about it we don't yet that's patience yes we have a very long history there's a lot we could talk about yes but where i wanted to begin was in the origin story of weirder together your podcast, The Minutes. Oh, my yeah. favorite. Is, it, it almost set the sort of the format of what we wanted to do. Like we fell in love with that podcast that you and Mel Buttle did. What years did you do it? So I can't actually remember properly. I think it was after we came home from America. So I'm going to say it was like 2012. Yeah. I actually know before. Oh, no. Before. No, I reckon it was 2011 because we opened the cafe in 2012, yeah, yeah. Like you John were and opening I did, and we were already deep. in the minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're already in the minutes. And it was early podcast like, days. It was. And I always- Was actually, it one of the first Australian it was one of the first. pods? I mean, yeah. And I regret it. I feel like we'd be selling out stadiums if we would have continued because live podcasting is such like a great- area low overheads like too. low yeah, yeah, overheads yeah. like we were, i think we were like the one of the first to ever have done like a live podcast like we did those shows in sydney yeah that i was you a guest on one to. wasn't i you were like, a yeah, guest yeah. and i remember yeah, 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 you were I in the can. front seat where were it was like in, the oh, front row it was the at factory. the factory yeah, was yeah the factory? that was in sydney right yeah yeah and uh, i yeah and i just sometimes like after it all like we just stopped doing it i was like yeah if we would have just persisted i think that could have been could have been. We and could you, have been. And, and the moment's stadiums. over, you can't go back or maybe one day. Yeah, I'd, I think that, well, I really, really want to start a podcast back in Brisbane. I think I'm going to call it Patience is Flawed. And nice. I just want to be F-L-A-W-E-D. able to. F-L-A-W-E-D. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was F-L-O-O-R-E-D. You know what? <laughs> Double down. I like. I, I might like it. Yeah. Patience is flawed and flawed. Mm. She's flawed and flawed. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what does really flawed mean with like, a double like, L? Oh, like, oh, like flawed. Like away. you were like just blown away blown by something. Away. Yeah. You're yeah. flawed yeah. by. I am you can have a segment. A magician's favorite audience member because you because I am flawed. But are You're you gullible? Gullible. You really are. So well, gullible. Because you love to be dazzled. I love to be dazzled. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. It's but, good. but I'm what? literal, which is worse than flawed. Flawed is like a nice quality. But, but I also feel like you can be flawed, like you know, like it's all too much. Yeah, that's true. You're on the floor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the week, yeah. like the kids have floored me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Knocked you, knocked yeah, you down. for sure. But I, what I loved about that podcast was it was one of the first podcasts that I listened to that was really just a celebration exploration of the friendship of yeah. the hosts, which was the major subject matter of it was you guys. Being friends and John doing the, yeah. you know, whatever maybe he was doing in the background. It also maybe the first cozy or how do they say it in Scandinavia? Huga. Huga, <laughs> which means cozy. Yeah. Huga. Yeah. Yeah, it was it a very was, cozy podcast. Just like, yeah, I mean, of course it was extremely funny and bright and interesting, but it also was cozy, which is hopefully the adjectives are those adjectives that yes. of our show. Yes. Weeded Together is definitely cozy. cozy. Yeah. But in some and ways, and friendly. perhaps Huga. that podcast- had to die so that Mel Buttle's mum character would live. That's exactly right. So yes. Lynn, Lynn could Lynn. live. And also I think it like had to die. The minutes had to die so Lynn could so live. So Lynn could come out like the phoenix. You <laughs> Which know. is like a big thing. Yeah, she's like built thing. a whole new part of her oh, career she's on got, that. Yeah, she's got, she's two people now. Yeah. She's Mel Buttle and she's also Lynn. That's and amazing. Lynn, and is Lynn her mum's actual name? Her I, real mum? Actually, oh my goodness, I've, I, because I assume, oh my gosh. Because you guys are I, fans okay, I just of got each other's because families. she used to talk about Pamela right. a lot as well. And Pamela, Pam, was uh, Mel Buttle's dad's girlfriend oh, that Mel right. hated. Okay. Ah. So for a second there, my brain had to do a lot sure, of sure, sure. work around. No, but it's Lynn and Pam. Pam. And the dad yeah. I remember her talking about as well. Yeah, her dad. There's lots. And your parents. He's good. Yeah. yeah they're, he's they're, good. they're good to chat about. And was Mel, did she grow up in Brisbane or yeah. surrounding? Okay. So Brisbane- I think we need to get into Brisbane, uh, Brisbane a little bit because in. when I was growing up, Brisbane was not a particularly desirable destination. Yeah. And then when we started playing music, it was like, you know, you got to go play Brisbane. It's not going to be that good, you know. Yeah. But but over the last decade particularly, and, and I hold you partly responsible for this, you guys made yeah. Brisbane cool. I, I, you really did. I've never seen such cool. Like it made Brooklyn, the the beginnings of Brooklyn, cool look like nothing. Like when I saw you and all your friends' style and stuff, I just thought, have I seen 
maybe in Japan or something, such coolness. I like, feel like the Australian government needs that quote from you. <laughs> it's I true. feel like they're like, about Brisbane? because people are <laughs> no, about- Before you knew it was, what is Bris Vegas? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was just like a fun way that I think we were like selling ourselves to. I feel like Bris Vegas came from Brisbane selling Brisbane to Brisbane. Uh, we were like, have okay. a little pride. We've have got a, a nickname. We're Bris Vegas. All right. That's Bris. right. Yeah. Because the Gold Coast is oh, right. Los Angeles. That's what we're like. Okay. Gold Coast is like our like, which it is not. And then we right. were like, so who are we? We're like, you know, we're Bris Vegas. We're like the sisterly. We're close. But I but will yeah. say this, even after everything that you've just said then. Yeah. There was a big discussion yesterday after getting our LA tattoos. Oh, yeah. We, oh, man. <laughs> Wait, can, we see that? Like, can we see your LA I, tattoo? I, I wore this so you could see Ooh, it today. That looks good. I wonder if that that too. Oh, yeah. Can the Get camera. It towards the camera, yeah. Can we see it? That looks really somewhere. good under go. the uh, gingham or whatever. Yeah. It's the gingham. Yeah. yeah gingham. It was, um, I was like, whoops. Yeah. But, I, but we were there and I was like. No, no one's getting B and E tattoos because that's the Brisbane, Brisbane abbreviation is B and E. And I was like, can we do it like how? Like, can we? Oh, figure out how to make the B and E logo like the Brisbane logo that's good, amazing. so I could I can get a B and E tattoo. That's and amazing. then we decided actually just getting the Centrelink tattoo would oh probably God. be even <laughs> what's that more fun. That's where you go to get your doll, like your social security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, keeps got everyone so keeps all the center. artists alive. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, I was like oh Centrelink. No, actually a Centrelink tattoo would be great. Yeah. Okay, but wait before. Before we got all Brisbane positive, yeah. it's the late 90s, early 2000s, you're an artistic person. Surely there was a moment where it was the should we stay and do this in Brisbane or should we move to Melbourne yeah. type vibe? How yeah. did that? How did you decide to stay and dig in and just Well, be- I think it was because we're always like, um, I think particularly John and me when we were together, we sort of, I don't know, we brought out these qualities in each other. Like, you know, like and we always brought out this I don't know the word for it it's not maybe quite I think maybe a little bit subversive but also a little bit um oppositional underdog underdog contrary yeah 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 contrary yeah yeah, definitely so it was sort of like that thing when all of these bands were moving away we were like we're definitely not doing it Right. Oh, like bands are just leaving, yeah. they're just exiting I that Brisbane. Too. All the time. I do that too. Like if you yeah. you would get go to get an outfit at a yeah. shop and they're like, everyone's buying this sweater, yeah. and you're like, not me, not me. Now I, I, now I don't want to buy. Now it. I'm old enough where yeah. I'm like, what's fashionable? <laughs> but when I was yeah. younger, it was yeah, the like, opposite. What, what's the sweater I do want to wear <laughs> this winter? But it was like everyone kept leaving, and then but there was something about it that also felt like, um, it felt too. Ah, confident or um, there was like this thing that comes with the Australian culture that you don't get in America and I know you would know it, I don't even, Ben knows, it's that that tall poppy syndrome as well. So it's that like kind of contrary uh, oppositional side, subversive side also mixed in with a really massive dose of like tall poppy syndrome. Like we don't want people to really understand how ambitious we are. So we have to like, you have to keep your ambitions hidden. Yeah. If you, you know, I really feel like these days it's a little bit less like that. Um, but Well, because everyone's discoverable on the internet. Yeah, but yeah. Then it was like to stay in Brisbane, yeah. it almost sent a message that like, yeah, yeah you didn't want to be too yeah, famous. Yeah, we yeah. don't care about yeah, success. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like we're not going to chase it like you guys. Like you guys are so thirsty yeah, for yeah, success yeah, yeah. Exactly. that you'll move to Melbourne or Sydney. <laughs> totally. Not us, you know. That so I feel like it also had that kind of feeling. However, I don't think we wouldn't have we wouldn't have been able to have been as had as much luck and success and all of these good things happen to our band if like due process, our record label hadn't have opened up right. in Brisbane. Because like, they were connected to Powderfinger, they which were, were a very yeah. big Brisbane band. That's right. Like yeah. Paul Patico and Powderfinger were like, we will not leave Brisbane. We're going to stay in Brisbane. And then so they opened up a record label and, yeah, and then that sort of forced like Universal and other like companies in Sydney and stuff to start having doing business with Brisbane because you've got – Big, you got the big dog there. You got the big players. Yeah. So they were like, we'll take calls from Brisbane now. Right. Yeah. And it's warmer than Melbourne, right? There you go. For the the people who don't know, I do do want to spend some time just talking about the greats. Yeah. Because what you guys did, your band, it was was not only 
an important band in my life and in our life. We love the greats. And and I actually feel that a lot of what we're doing with Weirder Together, yeah. the aesthetic of the greats, you know, I've worked with John on aesthetic yeah. things. Like, like, I feel like what you guys created tapped into such a pure, pure creativity, you know. It reminded me of, like, and K Records fun. in America, like all the, you know, beat wow. happening and the way the sort of, like, it had a childlike yeah. and energy also, to it. I mean, stylish but fun. And like, you know how there's that pretentious style stuff that's so, you know, like even Wes Anderson that just lacks yeah. feeling because it looks amazing, but you're like, where's the emotion or the greats was joyous. Yeah, yeah. But stylish. I think, yeah, because it still has an element of like somebody knowing what's cool. I just don't think we we never actually I've I don't think I'll ever know like what is actually cool or how to style properly <laughs> you know what I mean you like what you like I just yeah and I just think and I just make like there's a lot of because you could the mistakes are on the outside probably with what we did like or how it was we a DIY because it was a DIY that, yeah. and maybe that's like part of what made it but you happen to be like a good a really good dancer and have like great posture and uh, look like a model and so even if it's like messy a little bit it still had this, like, you know, it still had a kind of, I know, I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm, like, how but do I'm I sorry, I'm very American. I'm like, you're the greatest. When was the last time your posture was complimented? Yeah, I know, I mean, that's you know why I mean. people come on this podcast. And the ribbon dancing and oh, everything. the ribbon the dancing. Well, that was so, okay, so fun. So, so yeah. probably most people, like, I meet young artists now yeah. and they don't know about the greats. Yeah, right? all the time. Why is that? I think, in Australia, yeah, I why think is that? The Greats were like one of the biggest bands in Australia because I we I just that's what I thought. Because the way I, I love that, it, yeah, I love that. I definitely think it probably. I think it's probably underrated because I I don't think like when I listen back to the Greats, I don't ever go like these songs are amazing. Like this is there's music a few, that, but there's a couple. Like we had a couple Rock really boys, good. Science is Rock golden. Boys, I mean, those yeah. are big. You songs. know, and then I really like like Sweet Dreams and Turn Me On from yeah. that sort of later yeah. album. Um, and then there was like on on our like very last record that we did, like with um, Owen from Straight Arrows, which was really just the cheapest recording stuff. There's like um, a song on that called Holiday that's. I also really love. Like, I feel like we had a couple of songs, but overall, it you know we don't have like you know throw your arms around me. So you're just saying like, you didn't have a massive hit. Yeah, I don't think that's it. Yeah, but I don't but, but, think but we that's had, not the like, only way to define what. No, good music it's not. Is. No, it's and like, I yeah. also think it was like really probably like a tiny bit just to do with like you know, men and women's success and patriarchy and stuff too. I thought to do I think it's because the yeah yeah yes oh, and were yeah, so yes. popular yeah, and yeah. you guys had sort of the same instrumentation yes, lineup yes, with a totally. female singer. I think people were like, we've got one of those. Because we only need one. Yeah, we only need one. But we yeah. will take all of the men yeah. standing yes, and so shoegazing. To the yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, it was like because and that was a thing too that would always that was such a problem in England. In England when we'd play all these shows, people it would be like, this is the poor man's yeah, yeah, yes. They, they, like so many times we got referred to as the poor man's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so And then it was like, yeah, so and and I would be but I'd be reading things about the Decemberists and the National and um Interpol and all of these guys that I would look at all their photos in the enemy and they'd be the wearing same. suits. Yeah. Standing still on stage, yeah. wearing suits, like shoegazing. And I was like, you got a lot of those. Yeah. Like there's a lot of guys in suits doing it. And you're not like, oh, you know, I don't know, the Nationals is the the businessman's Interpol. Yeah, totally. Right. But that's kind of interesting because people accuse women often of being competitive yeah. with each other. But that's sort of an artificial situation where if you've only got one role yeah. for a female rock yeah. star, you're creating an atmosphere of competition amongst women that might not be there. Yeah, otherwise. yeah, yeah, totally. When the scenes are small, when everyone's just starting out and playing little clubs, there's more room, I feel like, for everybody but then yeah. when it got you guys were getting bigger and then i think then yeah then the system makes it the you know like yeah. competitive we can only have one to sell but yeah yeah right like whenever it's yeah. little bands <clears throat> but and, and in australia if you don't have a hit i mean we always yeah. talk about this with australians it, it the only way to survive is to have mainstream success in yeah, australia yeah, yeah. it's not a big enough market yes totally. to have a neat like in america yeah. 
there are tons of artists that have a great legacy yeah. behind them that never had a hit. Yeah. Because the population's big enough to yeah. sustain it. But I in Australia, like, you get lost. Yeah. Like if you had 1% of the population that loved your, like half of a percent, 0.5% of Americans loving you, that's still like... It's quite a lot, but in Australia, 0.5% of the population or 1% of the population is like, there's just not enough to even let you go on tour. But then, but then conversely, you never buckled and tried to write hits with like, you know, people yeah, get teamed up with yeah, like yeah, the yeah. hit songwriter type thing. You guys yeah. never did that. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do that. I remember we were going to get teamed up once to write with like another indie band, Big Scary, and then it just didn't. I, it just didn't end up happening. And I think we were like a little bit scared of collaborating, but it was towards the end anyway. So we're yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also, there was just so many fun things about when you were touring in Australia as the greats, because time and time again, we'd always be playing like these regional shows, like we'd be in Bunbury in Perth and, or in just in WA, sorry, not in Perth, <laughs> it's a separate place. <laughs> but then it was rad because you'd get the bar staff and the security afterwards. I'd be like, We've never had more females in this in this place. This is the most females that have ever stepped foot in this establishment. And it was like and that was really that was a really cool thing. So I think in some ways, yeah, it was really meaningful for particularly, I guess, for those girls and stuff that went to those shows and those guys. And then yeah, but it didn't it never got to like the full we didn't have a hit on mainstream. It, it reminded me a little bit of like the way queer spaces can feel in that they're like very yes. safe yeah and people feel very free to express themselves yeah. and not be judged that's your shows were nicest. like that too that is the nicest comparison mm. and i absolutely feel it and i don't think you know because we didn't have like the just like the the words for queer culture or anything back then and but yes that was i do think we really wanted that we yeah like when we to, went to yes. camp cope shows yeah. it was like that i yeah. feel like i feel like the greats sort of helped pave the way for kind of indie bands creating very, like, cosy, smaller spaces yeah. that their fans felt safe yeah. in. You know? And we always tried to make them, you know, like we'd always have like a bag of tricks in our, like, in our um, luggage and stuff. So we'd, you know, have heaps of balloons or tinsel. We'd always like just just put tinsel on top of everything. So we always tried to make it like You've a really fun. You've got to see tinsel, tinsel, tinsel coat. Well, it's from her friend. Oh, yeah, her friend made it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. Is it here in person? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big. Is really it a coat or is it's it a, a cape? It's a cape. It's a cape. Because I was like, yeah. I remember I remember talking <laughs> about it and getting it. It would be kind of amazing if it was a coat, but it's also it's just really well yeah, it's made. Really well it's made. really cool. Because I liked the idea of you being very king and royal with a cape rather than the coat. That's good. It's just... It was hard. It's hard to. Luckily, I'm not playing guitar on that song because I have to sort of hold it on because it's heavy. All right. Because you know what I'm thinking now? I was like, it actually needs, and I, because I've done this with a few costumes, you need to have elastic loops so you can put your arms through it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and also, tricks of the trade. Tricks of the trade. I don't know what it's lined with. I also think wearing it inside out could be a fun thing too. So when you're facing the audience, the tinsel's on the inside. Interesting. These are just some some things that I would like to throw out. So have you met people over the years who were at those great shows? Because I just feel like they were pretty influential on people. I'm curious. I imagine they affected the way people went on to do their creativity or their, I don't know. There's definitely, like, yeah, we've definitely had some really fun conversations with people. And I, I always get surprised when anybody who is actually legitimately cool is like, hey, I loved I loved the greats, I loved your band. Like, I'm always like, really? But you're like a, like, you're a real cool guy. <laughs> like, you, you got, like, full cool taste and wear <laughs> leather jackets and stuff, you know. And, I'm like, that always does completely blow my mind like meeting one of the guys from uh like king gizzard lizard wizard once and he came up to me at a laneway and he was like you know you sung with my dad you know because i sung with his dad who just died recently he's from the dingoes broderick like broderick smith and i got to sing with him on rock whiz and he was like i was like so into it and i was like geez like look at you like it was a really nice um feeling and um yeah, I, I don't know. I think it just sub, it probably all just happened more subconsciously. It's like there is just people on stage that in another time and a place would couldn't, you know, 
couldn't be there. Like huge nerds, so much like neurological, <laughs> you know, like we're just like uh, diversity. Yeah. <laughs> just, just so much neurological diversity happening on stage um, and just and nerding out and um, just doing things with that. And like I feel like in the beginning when we did write songs, it really did have that childlike magical quality to it because we would just write them so easily. Mm. Like it just was like that's accepted. Like the bar was so low. We were yeah. like – this is what we do and we're just so happy to be together. And particularly back then because I was so like secretly in love with John. Oh, so it was a, you guys weren't in a relationship from no, the beginning? No, no. Okay. Particularly I think it was probably like the worst thing we did for songwriting was when we actually oh, did right. get together wow. because I was so secretly in love with John, yeah. like deeply in love. So wait, what period was that? So like that period would have been like, oh, like it's actually quite cute. Like I remember I like loved John from the second I met him. Like we went and did this like TAFE course together. That's where I met John Nalana and I never met people like them before. And I was like, they are so cool. Like they're really cool. You know, and John just like was like a, a like – a member of the Beatles, but really dirty. <laughs> like if you were from the Beatles, like you were a guy yeah. in the you from the Beatles, but like dirty, yeah. gross. You know, like his like half beard hair, like just looked just shabby. Yeah. And then Alana was always there, just like so cute and so bright, and um, mm. just like getting around being, you know, have with her neurological uh, diversity, divergence, whatever you want to call it, like just da, 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 like, you know, and I really identified with that immediately. I was like, there's another person like me. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, and then we were pen pals for so long and they used to send me mixtapes and I'd go and see them occasionally. And I remember back so when in those, they had a band, already. they already had a band. Oh. And I'd go and see them occasionally. We'd go to a, just the two of them, or there was no, someone else. They in had the band? other people. Okay. They were in many bands. Okay. And John was super motivated and used to get grants from the government and put on shows and skate parks and stuff. Amazing. And like, my dad's never worked a five day week. Like my yeah. mom. Like I just come. Like my parents are just. You know, we don't we don't work full days. We live in the dream on They're Kangaroo living Island, the dream, right? Like, yeah, Kangaroo, yeah. Mosquito Island. Mosquito Island. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that thing where we just like there's, you know, we're always poor, the car's always falling apart, but, you know, nobody's ever working a full week and somehow everyone just gets by. You know, my parents aren't like hugely – they're not motivated for more. Um, and then I met John Nalana. I was like, look at these. I've never met people more motivated. They're like getting grants. They're applying for, they've got applications in mm. the works. Like, I'm like, what, what is <laughs> so this? So impressive. And I was so impressed. Yeah. And they were putting on these shows. And, um, and I was like such a surfy girl because I was on the island. And then it was this nice thing where they were like, we can't believe you're friends with us because you're like a cool surfy girl who's running around and yeah so we became friends and um yeah I was just like kind of like this thing just happened to me where I just like I just was like I just was in love with John and that was just that and then so for many years I like just had that going on in the background and I would do any and I also just loved Alana so much as well and I almost just wanted to do anything that would please them so so you you as a front person were trying to impress your band. I feel like that's yeah. it. I was like, I just, I just wanted to impress John Nolan. I just wanted to please them. And so in turn, you pleased like the audience because you were kind of doing was, doing a thing. It worked worked good. Yeah, it worked out well. But I think that's pretty classic in collaborations, yeah, right. like Mick and Keith or Paul yeah, and John. Yeah, yeah. Like they wanted to prove to the other how good they that, were. Well, that's yeah, great. that works really well. Mm. And that's interesting about when you do get together because I was thinking about an acting when you're having a romance. Yeah. Um, I always thought maybe it's better not to hook up with the yeah. other actor you're supposed to be in love with and having love scenes with. Yeah. Because it would not only be distracting, but also maybe it would ruin that chemistry. But then there's so many examples of, of you know, where movie stars where it works. But um, There's no rules. Oh, no, so there's yeah. no rules. But it yeah. is kind of interesting because it – you know, you, it's undeniable the like sparks before you yeah. get together. And because I, I think those sparks were just really helpful in the um, what I what I think those sparks did, like the pre getting together love stuff. What it actually did was make things just 
so much more acceptable. Like when you were songwriting, it actually sort of kept all the judgment at bay because you can't be like in, you can't be like this, like feeling sparks and, 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 you know, micromanaging your interactions together um, whilst also having like this with, like that just sort of kept the judgment at bay. Right. Like that door was just shut. We were just making music together and we loved spending time together. And, yeah, so that kind of door to criticism, self-criticism and stuff, like it's it was very – I think it's very hard to be – have self-criticism when you're – you know, it's before before the, you're together, yeah, yeah. and you're elated yeah, of the idea yeah, yeah. of just getting to be next to this person yeah. that you think. And you amazing. hadn't, you didn't yeah. know ever you were going to be in a band or anything, right? Yeah, it was like well, so. Like, it was like you you sort of created this whole identity in the midst of that. Midst. Love. Well, you must have it's known like, you could sing. Well, it's like this funny. I don't know, like. Like I wish I was more spiritual. Like I think I was more spiritual when I was younger because I remember I used to sing and stuff uh, like and in I was like choir? in the no. like I was oh. like briefly. Like oh. I used to just do things for really small amounts of time. Like I was in a choir for three months. We've got oh, a couple right. kids like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did three months of choir and I remember right. I sung the loudest. Yeah, yeah. And I had so my you, little suit so on. So you sort of, yeah, you're like, and I, was oh, like I like I this. did it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Done. Time yeah, to yeah, move yeah. on. I'm kind of like that. Cross it up. I served once with Kelly Slater, but oh, I was like one, and, one and done. I mean, <laughs> one and done. I, I did a did pretty decent job. Was I was great. with the top. With, yeah. yeah, totally. I'm. He, I'm know, here he for pushed. That. He held my board, and I got on for a sec, and <laughs> I was like, great. Yeah, and you. That's it. Quit while you're at Hype. the top. Yeah, the top, at the top yeah. of your game. Nothing yeah. gets better from that. Yeah, yeah. So I had to do it again. I do have to keep pushing myself, like. We play tennis, and I find that I do this that thing where I kind of think, do I really still want to do it? And I do, but I'm like you. I, what you used to be like, I could sometimes do something for three months, but I do, Ben. I do love Thank tennis. You. I want you to play tennis with me because as we I, get old, that I is a good like, thing you can do together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's great. But Even, it might be, yeah. you know, if you didn't have Ben, you might have said goodbye to tennis. I yeah. might have. I might have because it's the mixture. It's the soup. I'm good yeah. for something. Together we're we'll weirder. We're we'll weirder together. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So then we, the band, that the relationship and the band runs its course. Yes, um, yes. You have beautiful children together. Yes. You, you move on to other ventures before that you and John opened the cafe. Yeah. Worst was, time in my life. Was mm. it the worst? It was so funny when the cafe ended. I remember John it was, was such like, a cool cafe. It was a really, <laughs> it was cool. It was like for a little bit there, we were like high in our own supply. Cause we were like, <laughs> we managed to open like an art place, like an artistic community, but I figured out how to pay the bills. Like we were like, this is the dream. It is. Like it's a cafe and it's, you know, and and it's we're figuring out how to pay the bills, but we're also doing weird shit. Well, it's like, you know, we were doing live um, drawing nights and comedy nights. Like there was always just like and having it be like, do you need to do filming here? Come and film. Like it felt like. Community we centre. Community right? centre. Yeah. Exactly. Like we were like, we've found like an artistic community. We've made an arts community centre and have found a way to pay the bills. But then it just kept like growing and we got the bar next door and then we put on a food truck and by that stage I was like my brain had already blown out yeah. like I can't <laughs> like I can't be in control and of were you working stuff. from five in the morning like what was your some sort of them of, yeah. like yeah it was like there was a lot of working but then I had like soda I had our first daughter and then so I, I wasn't working then and I think that was like the big like the really big change in my relationship with John it was like became like that thing where it was like he lived his life having to run this business and then I like ended up being like lived my life being the mum but then I found that also very stressful as well because it's not like there's career um, waiters like there are in America it's a really 
it's like a very transient job that you have in Australia. Being a stay-at-home mum. No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, being a waiter in like Australia. So there was always like massive staff problems. Oh, you're constantly having people leaving. And I'm constantly having to go in there and and like like little things like having the babies but then somebody didn't order right. So then John would be like on the phone and I've got like, you know, a toddler and a newborn. And he's like, we have no spinach. We have no cheese. Uh, somebody hasn't ordered. And I'm like getting everyone well, in the car. I'm getting hungry. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like shopping and then dropping yeah. shopping. What I feel like is every second day. And yeah. it was just, it was so intense. Really hard. Know, and it didn't like, make really like, hard. it didn't make enough money I to did. make it worth it. Didn't, it was like, it, was it like, paid the bills. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. did not ever make any I money. I would think to do I never all of got that. paid anything and I've worked yeah. so many hours. Like I never like I just worked for free the entire time I worked there. Wow. I've never ever saw one single I never got what's the word like recuperated yeah. or like you know whatever. And um yeah and it was always and then I ended up having like massive post traumatic stress after because I could not go into a cafe. For years. Oh, and as an Australian, I that just, really limits the, the activities you can do. I did. Were you also afraid of picnics? Because then there's so, nothing left. Picnics was all I had. <laughs> okay, good. It was like all I had was picnics. Like, there's I picnics, eat, there's the pub, and I'll, there's the cafe. I'll That's eat it. on the ground on a blanket, but I That's don't want to sit in there. I cannot go into a cafe. I can't see their staff on their phone. Oh. I can't see people not pick it. I was like, Oof. and then I would go in if it was like busy, and I'd be like, uh, I'm getting out of here. And I just got all of my coffees from the 7-Eleven. <laughs> that was where it goes. And everyone kept being like, you need to support cafes. And I was like, I can't go in them. I cannot walk into a cafe. And now I can. And it's my amazing. Mom there a, is my mom had a restaurant and she had her only nervous breakdown after the restaurant. She yes. like got in bed and was like done parenting. You know, yeah. I mean, it's making it sound really bad. It wasn't no. that bad. but. It, it really oh, I'm took sure it the was light really out of her. Oh, I'm pretty sure John had a nervous breakdown. Watch, um, yeah, he his eye, he had like this yeah, twitch in his eye. I wonder if he just be able was to... there and he was like, it just uh, was there for like three months. Oh, yeah. He lost so much weight and oh. he'd walk around. I feel so sorry. I don't mean I to laugh. I'm just like, it's funny how stressful. It's so funny. And he would just walk around like this. Like, he would spontaneously wretch. He would spontaneously wretch and his eyes. He was disgusted with his life. I know. And I I was so worried about him. And I was like, oh, my God. And I knew it. I was like, he's having a nervous breakdown. And it was just before the shop ended. It was like just as it was ending. And, uh, and, you know, he absolutely had a nervous breakdown. And it's. You know, any, and I, but I do think it took years to recover because mm. we had all of this shop stuff at our house that I was slowly like giving away. And I remember I, for a while I was waiting to get permission from John because he knew the value of things. Okay. And in the end, I was like, he was like, he was like, my brain can't see it. Like, right. so I actually heard this from a doctor because I've, I've damaged my feet on, on the stage a few times where you get them sprained and this like physical therapist said to me, when you get, when you like sprain or break your leg, literally your brain blurs out that body part to all of the receptors in your brain. So that's why sometimes if you've hurt yourself and then you have to try walking again, have you, has that ever happened oh, to interesting. you? And where you're just like, it's like you're not actually connected to your foot anymore. Does your brain do that as a survival technique? So, survival or, technique because okay. it wants you off it oh interesting so it kind of does this weird thing she explained it much better than me but it was like all the bits in your brain sort of get numbed intentionally by the other part of your brain yeah it's like it does this and and you're saying it puts petroleum jelly on you can do it i did that once in life when someone was telling me their their manager i think he just was bald but the way they were talking and he always wore a hat but they said he looked really weird something happened where i I love bald i do i'm just saying i blurred it one night he took his hat off and I made myself blind, not see it. You blurted out of you. You control it. Was, you yeah, blurted. it's like so you can. I kind think I've of, done that with my parents' nudity. Yeah, like I've sometimes gone like, just, "How big was my father's penis?" Because yeah. I just definitely you saw just it at some point, but I don't remember you, it. You're like put petroleum jelly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. don't remember it. Yeah, but see, because John had it more like you, where he was sort it's of the like, ability to sort of have blinders to, to sort of on blinders on. But he was like, like our house was 
field, like it was a house and it had like crockery and trays and all of these things. <laughs> and I'm dying inside from the clutter. And John is like, it doesn't exist to me anymore. I don't see it. It's just blurred. It's so like, did he it's let you get rid of it? Well, no, then I was like, well, if he can't even see it, it's gone. Yeah. I don't care how, I don't care. There's no resale value to me. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. we're done. And I just got rid of everything. And it was like, he never knew. It was like, he just, it he all, did it. He blurred it. So when, when did you guys breakup. So then we did like a reunion tour with Alana in 2018 yeah. and that was really, really great. And it was just so wonderful to have Alana because she'd left the band but in you 2012. you were still together. We were still point, together, yeah, yeah. but we broke up like right at the start of lockdown 2020. Like he was in well, that's quarantine. Right. He was behind glass Oh, and it happened and that way. Wow. So then, yeah. So then like- Interesting. The, yeah. The split, the split and happened. And I think, I think this next era- of patience from that point on as a newly single yeah. woman, yeah. Um, as someone who successfully, you know, has gotten two kids. <laughs> successfully and- had a divorce. No, no, no. But I'm saying like you've kept, you've kept two kids alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's hard to do. Oh, you my know? God. It is so and hard to creatively, do. though, because you're someone who, you know, your gifts are not exclusively music or cafes. Or it's anything. Anything you do, you do creatively and interestingly. Oh, that's very kind. What does your this creativity is a, have in coaching. store for you? I don't know. No, no, I have questions. I have questions for you. You're life coaching us. I, I, I want to be a life coach. <laughs> I'm very confused. Like, what is this I'm next era of patience? Like, what is it? Actually, I want to backtrack a tiny bit. I, w- I really want to discuss that with you, but I just need to okay. let you know about this yes, funny please. thing that happened. So I just found out recently that if somebody, if your partner dies, that there's actually, so you know bereavement, it's normally seen as like being very sad and you're very depressed. Yeah. I found out that there's actually a thing called bereavement mania. Oh, yeah, where you yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, you have mania. Sure. And I then have self-diagnosed myself with I had grief mania. Yeah, yeah. Well, because separation. I, I had, had a, a, I, I I had a divorce. Like, you for sure. I was, just, I was just screwing everyone. Listen, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, the horniest yeah, 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 I've yeah, ever yeah, been. I was like, sure. I was just, I was like, I have grief mania. I had, I had yeah. grief. Okay, great. Yeah, and you do crash you? eventually. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. I mean, it's interesting though with just grieving. You know, we went to a friend's memorial yesterday mm. who, who died earlier in the year and I was sort of feeling shut down at the memorial and then we came home and I was just thinking about how much I liked this person yeah. and just how much I liked yeah. them and how much yeah. I missed them. Yeah. And suddenly I started crying because, like, I miss you when yeah. I don't see you, but I know I'll see you again. Yeah. And it's just that reality yeah. sunk in in that moment that this is someone I miss who I'm not going to see again. Yeah. And I had the same with my dad. I think the same with Claire. Like, these moments where it suddenly gets sort of just sad and real yeah. Yeah. and you just kind of shed some tears and you get grounded yeah. and you sort of let go. So that was just when I was yeah. hopping in the shower and I was like waiting all day to, cause I like yeah. my scalp, you I were like, to I'm going to scrub, scrub it this off. Cause I just needed to. And then I was, I was grieving at yeah. the memorial cause her sister came up and I was just like, it yeah. wasn't a very close friend of mine, but I was like able to cry a lot. So I was just home and I'm like, I'm going to take a shower and yeah. then I'm going to like clean, make my, clean my daughter's room which I probably shouldn't do but and then Ben was like crying and it I just was came like, out of nowhere I just started crying like, oh, I turn off the shower so I can be with you I was like feeling so selfish yeah and then I was and then I like stayed and then I just went in the shower and I kept wiping and I'm crying the outside steam, the shower the steam away I and I'd be like better. I'm yeah. with you I'm just still showering but I'm like wiping the steam like watching I remember when my dad died I had a few moments like that but I remember being on tour I was in Glasgow it was me Evan Dando and Ben Queller on tour and we were uh, we were hanging out with Eugene Kelly, you know, yeah, the guy from the Vaseline. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and um, I, I don't know what happened, but I put on The Wonder Years. Oh, it was in the hotel, yeah. and it just was an episode with Kevin Arnold and his Aww, dad. Yeah, and I just started sobbing, and I yeah. for like forty eight hours, I was just like crying and crying and crying. Yeah, um, but you know, it's complicated processing. It's complicated. Yeah. I yeah, also the mania. think you know different, like with Claire, because you guys didn't have kids. Yes, whereas yeah. I felt like. Uh, it makes it harder, but then in some ways, for me, the grieving process of the relationship was that I kind of consoled myself where I was like, I'm no longer going to be in the front row to John's life, but I'm like, I'm in the back row. Right. Like, I still get to yeah, sort of that's see nice. what his yeah. life, through the kids and you stuff. still got tickets. Yeah, I still yeah. got tickets to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's kind of how I felt, yeah, but death and, yeah, and yeah. when you don't and have kids. And my first husband, we didn't have kids, so it was like, I kind of felt for some reason like I, 
Yeah, I lost like a family member. Did, it, yeah, it is like and, more um, significantly severed. But the yeah, hard thing is, is actually when you do have kids, it's also hard harder to let go of the person because you have to continue this project yeah. of parenting together, uh, John which is really has hard. done me the biggest favour. It was actually super, super hard at the time, but I see so much good in it. He, he's very, he was so, he was immaculate in his like compartmentalization. Like when it was done, it was done. His like, maleness his really maleness served you both. Really, just like came and it was like it was finished. The there was no grey. It was completely right. like yeah. absolutely binary. Because I'm all like, I live in the grey. Yeah. You know, like I'm just like in the grey, and he was like, There's no grey. There's black and there's white. And we're in two different camps, mm. and that's done. Do you think it'll come? What if he's shut something down, no. and then later he was? I like, don't. I like maybe he'll be crying after watching the Wonder Years. <laughs> he could, you know, he could. <laughs> but I feel like he just sort of did this amazing job yeah, at compartmentalizing it. So it was none of you this. Can't, like, you have no tears of like. There was not. So so changeovers are like. Uh, they're like. Uh, two robots swapping children <laughs> right you know it's like oh, we interact only with the kids like he right. was very like it sounds harsh to say this well as long as you're like, nice like, don't about talk to me. him to the kids like you're oh, not yeah, yeah. dissing him and don't just yeah totally do all that it's sort of um yeah i yeah. feel like hopefully most but i sort of thought we would just be able to chat sure well, yeah. conversations because we weren't just a marriage you guys yeah. collaborated for yeah. so many yeah. projects so many i'm sure down who knows who knows but see but where it is now and where it's been since day one is do not we do not do any communication like it's like it is like we just you know it doesn't happen and yeah it sounds like crazy and as long as we sort of are both talking to the children like we're like we sort of inter interact with the kids so they feel like oh mum and dad are there yeah chatting. And, as, and as long as they feel I with my parents I felt like I kind of had to demonize one or the other yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. with them but but it was a much different it was situation. Ba- it was back in the old days back when the they loved days. that. And they I loved just, that I mean, in the old days. And like, so as long as the kids don't have any guilt or feel like they have to, that they can like enjoy him and enjoy they you. They have like equal uh, separation anxiety. Mm. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, it's a blessing. They, yeah. they, they, want, they cry for leaving both of our houses, oh, which makes sweet. me cry all the time. I'm like, oh, so I'm so hard. sorry. So They're hard. like, when we're with you, we miss dad. When we're with oh, dad, we miss no you. Fun. And I know, I'm just it's like, no my fun. heart breaks for them all the time. Like, that's one thing I'll like, I wish I I wish, like, I would not get divorced just yeah. to a degree. So, like, for I feel kids. like for that's the where kids, that comes from. Like, it does. People said that. Like, because I'm like, divorce has been wonderful for me. Yeah. Right. And it's fun. I'm like, I'm so sorry, girls. Like, you know, I'm trying to make this the best I can for you. But I mean, I guess the divorce being wonderful for me is more like the what are you doing now thing, which is, I, you know, I don't know. I think just. Because I was so horny after this. <laughs> I just went through this really great, you know, that just like great period there. But it was during lockdown. So I don't really think I got to have sex with as many people as I would have liked to sure, have. Sure, Because lockdown did really put a damper yeah. on that. And it was scary probably it was whenever like, yeah. you did hook like, up with someone. You know, and it was just a way to not be alone. So even on those lockdown nights, I would literally, because you're allowed to get groceries, I'd put a milk from my own fridge in my front, in my seat and, like, drive to somebody's house. Oh, but right. I was mostly seeing, like... Wait, wait, like, wait, what? To get... To, like, to, 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 to have of, sex. Because you were, like, like... But what you would we guess did. people needed milk? No, no. No, you like, like hey, what? I was out getting milk. What oh, did you get pulled over? Oh, okay, I got pulled over. Okay, so we had rock and roll patients. Okay, we did. We horny had cafe patients. patients. Cafe patients. We had divorced horny patients. Yeah, that's right. We're now. What's what? What's happening? I don't. What are you projecting into the oh, future? Okay, so you've caught me peak midlife crisis, right? Tattoo. Is that what this trip is? So that's what you're in yes, LA. So I'm in LA. You're- so it was, but actually, my friends gave me this trip. It was a surprise Amazing. from my mates. The best. I've had the best time. You're living it. I'm living it, guys. I'm yeah. back to elated and <laughs> mania. Um, it's just that weird thing where I feel like I've, <laughs> I've said it the other night and this is just what happens when you get older. It's like I'm performing better than I've yes. ever performed. Right, right. But I was like, but now I have like less avenues to perform and I somehow have to like figure out how to like 
perform again. It'll happen. Yeah, I it'll gotta happen. do it'll something. You have too I feel much like to give. We There's were working be a, on yeah. where what's happening now, which yeah. feels really exciting, and it feels like all of a sudden we're having the the projects coming where we, you know, we were building took, this for a decade in yes, our minds. So though, long, just and we weren't doing it. like yeah. formal, you know, manifestations, but we would actually every once in a while like take a walk or hike. And and it was like we would just sort of think about what do we want, what do we want? But then you never know exactly what it's what's gonna come. But we weren't yeah, too we but, weren't really like it has to look like this or it has to look like yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't know what we were be just a like we knew it wanted to or, be fun. Yeah. Working with people who we thought were cool, that we liked. Yeah. We wanted it to be able to encompass our different interests mm. and it's still um, coming together still like coming together. I'm, I'm still we're still like don't know exactly what's yeah. gonna well, land we're building or, a company and it's kind yeah. of we're discovering what the company is by building it yeah but so it's, it's starting to kind of come together but i think i i, I, do I resonate think with that for you like that. there is a whatever this next series there's multiple chapters ahead but i just think you're the kind of person who no one should ever sort of underestimate oh that man guys because i think you're you you are no you're you're a a true original as a person and those not everyone's like that and i think you're gonna you've got a lot more to offer still so all this amazing history is great but the future is going to be amazing too yeah i I guess i was starting to think like creativity is really you know people really want that they want you know and not and if you happen to be somebody who can do that there's I think uh, it's not like, that it's all yeah. about making money but it's yeah, all, yeah, just yeah. also about you got to make money becoming, yeah. you, you know or just yeah. things coming together in a real way that you can like have something to do every day because that's like sometimes I think do I just go and study psychology now and then I, I get a job and then I because I, I always think I'd probably do a great job yeah. as a sure. psychologist like I'd, I feel like yeah. I'd really help some people out yeah but then I know it's also me and I'm like, yeah, probably not, because it does. It feels like I don't know. I do. I still feel that energy to that. do fun things. Yeah, but no, not not everyone you know? can do what you can yeah. do. But on you a stage. can do both. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know, can't you? Because know, you people are saying, good at the site. You mm. are good at psychology, like helping time, people. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like the last thing, like I'm already a psychologist. Yeah. I'm an alternative yes. psychologist yeah. that's never the started. The practice when she wants. That's right. Yeah. I'm like, and a, like helping the, people out as yeah. they come into your path Just like a, you know, like a midwife of the olden days yeah. where they just sort of picked, they just were wise. Yes. And they're like, a, and I, you know, I've been yeah, around yeah, yeah. some births yes. and I'm going to help well, you Well, you're out. also, I just hear you saying you're, you're a good friend. Like oh, you yes. have, oh, you are friends. there for people, yeah. and yeah. you can, you know. Anyway, you're yeah, amazing. Yeah. There's, w- I need it, but I yeah. realize now that I think what I need to do, actually, looking at you guys, is it's like I need to. So, like currently, um, the guy that I've been seeing, like Luke, is so he's also magi- like magician. <laughs> he's, he's a musician, but we don't do anything together ever. It's almost like I've I've like repelled. So I have somebody, again, who plays guitar and is a musician like John was, except that we have very explicit, like, boundaries where mm. we don't we do not do like any that? creativity together. Well, I think I understand now, watching you guys, what I'm walking away, the, the live coaching I'm getting from today is like, I actually need a collaborator. Right. But that doesn't have to be a romantic partner. No, you no, had it with that's Mel. It. You were Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. I need like yeah. I think part of whatever happens next is about finding like finding a person that I can collaborate with because yeah. I think that's how I best yeah. best work and it's not Luke because I'll I, like it's working uh, yeah, whatever's it's happening working. Yeah. it's working with Luke that yeah, way yeah, yeah. I'm having sex with him yeah that's great that's yeah. enough that's how we collaborate yes, yeah yes. yeah you know, and occasionally you picks my kids up from yeah, school yeah. <laughs> right you know, perfect yeah and then yeah and then I think there's like I just gotta find like so I've sort of been putting yeah. my feelers out but I have to do it I think I have to do it more um, either aggressively or flirtatiously. Right. It's, it's, isn't it funny? Because yeah, I like wonder dating, if you would it? know, like, is it, it would it be like, you know, those love triangle movies where they were standing right there the whole time, but you were looking over here. Like, it's so interesting. Sometimes things, you want something and they come, you know, and you're like, wow, that was the person. But I wonder if you'll know, like, just by thinking about this, a collaborator is going to come. Yeah. yeah, put, yeah just I put it out there. Put sometimes there. I'm like, please yeah. don't. Because I'm also like, 
like I don't is want it to be the thing where it actually is Luke. I know, and you're like, no, no. I'm like, oh, no, I don't mean that. Like, I just mean for all these years, I'm like, I will not collaborate with Luke, and I'll go at Luke. I'm like, okay, babe, we're it's, gonna it's, come up with a riff, it. mate. Stand all right, you're have to, we're just gonna have to come up with songs. No, together. I don't mean it's gonna be like the person you didn't want, but I don't know. I just think it's funny sometimes. Like I'll have something I wanted and it takes me a second to realize, oh, I wanted this and it just looks like that and whatever. I yeah. don't know. I, but, um, I like that. So, But uh, yeah, it's exciting. In terms of if we wanted to end with a great song, yes. is there anything we can do that like you have the, that we don't have to go through a record label to like get the rights to do or anything? Or do you feel, could we just put a song on the end? I think you could. Okay, I'm getting I, your, that's your, yeah, this is a verbal no, this agreement. Is, this is a contract. This is, this is a verbal agreement. Like, I'm going to pick a great song yeah. and I'm going to put it. On. What else would you want to, if you want to just like share anything that people can check out? Is there anything? Well, I yeah, I don't know, really. It's just like, well, there was that funny thing that I did with Rachel Burke who made that jacket. This is just for Amazing. like fans only. And we did nothing with it. We did this two se- like two seasons on YouTube called Fancy Free Time where Rachel and I like 10 years ago made some crafts. Amazing. I'm going to – I'll link to it. I'll yeah. put it in there. We comments. did Fancy Free Time and then we did greats. And then I do that thing Not On Your Rider with Eamon, which I love and I really want – Which is awesome. Which is so great and it's I can't wait. It's a trivia wait. night sort yeah. of live performance. Live performance. Thing, and yeah. I'm like we have to – now when I get home, like I feel – I just want to bring it back. I'm like come to LA. Yeah. 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 Let's Those kinds of bring things you Not can, On Your Rider yeah. to we'll LA. We'll do it. Do, do an, it. it you know, the first one you can't do it super big. Yeah. You just got to get. It. But if you if you can come, we can set it up I somewhere. Said, we'll find somewhere to do it small. I you know? messaged him last night and I was like, "Ben is the dicko of LA." Wait, the for dicko. The so because when we do it, like when we do it, chair, um, Dan. Sorry. One sec. This chair. I know we're gonna yeah. get new well, chairs. Can you to. can you take that on finding new stools? Yes. Ben Squeak. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so when we do the show, so the show's like kind of a panel show, trivia show. The audience does the trivia. Then there's like music and songs and we always get guests on. Uh, but when we go to anywhere that's outside of Brisbane, you know Dicko from Australian Idol? Yeah. He, Ian oh, Dicko Dickinson. Dicko. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm one team captain and he's oh, the other team oh, captain. Gotcha. Okay. So he's. Okay, I didn't realise that. Without your permission, last yeah, night yeah, I was yeah. always like, Benley. Hey, I'm the like dicko. dicko. I thought it was a Brisbane term for the hot shot. Like oh, a dick. Like yeah, a dick. I, no, we like got to play along with that. Like a big penis. Like, like a big dicko. Penis. You're the Brizzy. dicko. I'm Brizzy. Yeah, He's you the, dicko. Find the dicko. Yeah. He's the dicko of the town. Um, okay, amazing. That's yes, I will be the dicko when you come to LA. Um, <laughs> that's a contract. Okay, yeah, that's a binding contract. <laughs> you got yeah. the song. I yes. got you. Good, cha- good, good barter. Good barter. Yeah. Um, okay, and everyone should follow you on Instagram because you're a very fun follow that's always doing fun interesting follows. things. And Patience, thank you so much for thank doing this. It's been such you. a fun weekend with it you has being been. in town. Thank you for taking us out. Thank you for giving us thank you for letting us come to your house. You want to say goodbye to the beautiful babies? Maybe anyway you want, yeah. I thank you so much for listening, you beautiful baby. Babies. Yeah. <laughs> babies. I like just but one of them. No, like one of them Thank you so much, you Whoa, beautiful baby. Listen, the rest of you. That was very directed. Was, like was. someone's walking <laughs> or driving and they're like, yes, it's for me. I wanted it to feel extra intimate. So yeah. I, beautiful I made it the beautiful baby. Amazing.
science, science, science is golden. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.